0: Just Our Real Estate, episode number 114. All right, thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am really, really happy that you chose to be here today with me. I've got a great show for you today, and before I get started, though, I want to make sure that I announce that my coaching program for the month of April is off and running. I'm still accepting applications, so if you haven't had a chance to get over to my website, please do so. You can find all the information you need to become one of my students and to apply at justarrealestate.com forward slash coach. Again, that's justarrealestate.com forward slash coach, and everything that you need to know to be able to apply to be in my coaching program is right there for you, so go and check it out. If you have any questions, you can absolutely email me at mike at juststartrealestate.com and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Okay, let's dive into the show. Thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today I'm talking about why you should constantly be developing your team and your business. So, in this episode I wanna talk about team development and what it means and why you should do it and Just make sure you understand how important it is. So over the years, if you're in business long enough, your team will evolve as people go in and out of your business. Some of them will leave on their own, and that's fine, and others you'll have to remove from your business for various reasons, and that's fine too. This is a normal process and something you should not only expect, but embrace and prepare for. And Preparing for it is really the key, and it's really the whole point of this episode is to let you know that you should be constantly developing your team. The team that I started with when I began my real estate investing business looks very different than the team I utilize now. The only two members of the team that stayed consistent is my wife and me, so everyone else has kind of come and gone for various reasons. Realtors have changed, contractors have changed, title companies and insurance companies have all changed. None of them are the same as when I started my very first project. Why so much change? It's simple. In some instances, certain members of the team weren't doing what was required of them. They just weren't pulling their weight. They weren't keeping their commitments. Other members of the team made it impossible to work with due to economic factors. Now, not trying to be overly cryptic here at all. When I say economic factors, they simply were too expensive, they became too expensive. So, people sometimes raise their rates and it becomes impossible to work with them from an economic economic standpoint and continue to, to use them. It just, it doesn't make sense, right? So, this is often true of contractors. Realtors don't change their rates. I mean, they, they charge what they charge usually and that's it. Um, but contractors' uh, costs can vary wildly from job to job if you don't watch it. So, when you start working with contractors you know, sometimes their rates are great and everything's fine, but for some reason, certain contractors raise their rates to a point that it no longer makes sense to use them for jobs. I mean, it just, you're not going to make a profit. I honestly don't understand why some of them would do this and risk losing all future business. This is exactly what happened to me in the past. And I'll tell you a quick story. I've told it before, but maybe some of you haven't heard it. The first uh, rehab or the first flip I ever did, I hired a contractor off of Craigslist, you know, screened him, called his references and everything. And he did an all right job. I mean, he was a little late and um, maybe it was a little bit over budget, but no, nothing crazy. It wasn't bad for the first, you know, rehab I'd ever done. But after it was all over and I paid him, I got a call from the electrician that he subcontracted the the electrical work to. And They said that they were never paid, and I said, "Well, I paid the general contractor for the electric the electric work," and they said, "Well, you know, we didn't get paid, so you know, we're gonna have to put a lien against your house, and then before you can sell it, you're gonna have to pay us, or when you sell it, you know, some of that money is gonna go to us because we're gonna put a lien against your house." So. I was kind of stuck, so I called the general contractor to ask him what had happened and why are they calling me? And of course, I couldn't get a hold of him. He had basically fallen off the earth, and I ended up having to settle with the electric company. Um, the bill that was that was due was for a thousand dollars, and I settled with them for six hundred dollars. So I got a discount, but really, I double paid because I had already paid a thousand dollars for the electric work, and then I had to go back and pay another six hundred because my contractor just you know didn't pay him. Now. The funny thing is, is this this contractor knew what I was doing and knew that I was building a, a business, a flipping business, and I absolutely would have used them on the next several. And he knew that. He was up to get the next job. I probably wouldn't even have competitively quoted it because I was happy with his work and he was reasonably priced. He would have gotten all my future work, but because of that six, he stole basically $600, he got nothing going forward. So... It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why some people do that, but they do, so be ready for that. But you know what, the good news is it's absolutely fine. There should always be a churning process in your business where you're developing your team and bringing new people in. It's not only normal, but it's positively healthy for your business. I have found really great contractors, for example, as a result of needing to replace the one that I had used last. It also creates good checks and balances for your current team members. Additionally, there are times when it's necessary to utilize more than one realtor. So I'm not just trying to say that contractors are the only people you replace absolutely not you are certainly not locked down to using only one realtor by doing so by using just one you could very likely be limiting the amount of business that you can do this doesn't make you disloyal but there is a certain etiquette that you should observe okay so <clears throat> i'm not saying that you should you know use a a, a realtor to buy a house and promise them that you'll also let them sell the house and then turn around and let someone else sell it. That's that's not good. So, you know, you need to you know, basically if you promise a realtor that you will let them sell your house, you should follow through. But don't make promises that you aren't willing to keep in business. However, this is a business and any realtor should understand that you're under no obligation to use them exclusively if you've not given them any guarantees or any promises, they should not just assume that you're always gonna use them no matter what. I will say, though, through my coaching program, I've heard that in certain parts of the country, realtors require investors to sign a contract stating that you will use them as your buyer's agent exclusively. Now, up until a few weeks ago, I had not even heard of this. I live in Michigan. I'm in the Midwest. I've never heard of that. Every single re, uh, real estate investor that I know uses more than one realtor. They just do, and it's common practice. I know people in California, also very you know successful real estate investors who use more than one realtor. So. This is the first I've heard of it, but apparently this is what happens in some states or in some cities, so I don't know if this is the case where you live or not, but where I live, it is absolutely not the case, and I do use a few realtors consistently. So it's not just realtors and contractors that you should constantly be developing, but also things like insurance companies and title companies and you know different <clears throat> resources like this that you use in your business keeping costs down and finding the best rates and services is a function of a business owner. It's just fundamental to owning a business. You should not ignore this part of running your business. It's critical to keep costs down and not jeopardize your product. So It's not all about cost. It's about Timing and it's about service and all that stuff too. Don't get me wrong, it's not just cost, but you should constantly be working on developing lower cost, better service, quicker service. It's smart to ask people in your local real estate network also who they use for different things. Find out who, who other people are using for insurance. Find out who other people are using for title companies, and maybe they can make an introduction and give you like a warm uh, introduction to these companies, and then maybe they would work for you too. So Always be willing to share resources. And, and you know what? Don't be afraid to ask those individuals who you share your resources with if they will share their resources as well. Honestly, that's just how business is done. From my perspective and my experience and people that I deal with and I know all across the country all agree. It's it's a big, huge world out there. You don't have to hoard your resources. You don't have to hoard people on your team. Be willing to share and be open, and it will come back to you in abundance. It really will. So don't forget, business at its core is about making money and being profitable. You want to do the right thing. It's good. You know, some people are really big on green houses and, and when they do their flips, they want to be green and, and 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 all that stuff. And I don't have any problem with that. I think it's great. And I think if that's your business model, absolutely go for it. It can set you apart. It can really help you, you know, be more successful because you're you're differentiating yourself. But if you're not profitable, all the goodwill in the world isn't going to happen because you're not going to be able to buy and sell houses. So at its core, Business is about making money and being profitable. This cannot be done if you're not constantly developing your team and making sure that you're paying for goods and services or what you're paying for goods and services is competitive. You have to be competitive in order to succeed. Be lean, be profitable, and be competitive. And you do this by developing your team constantly, looking for better options. Be loyal, don't be disloyal, But always understand that as a business owner, you need to develop your team in order to be as successful and profitable as you can be. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, before we go, I'd like to ask if you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting something out of it, if it's worth your time and you enjoy tuning into it every day, then I ask you to do me one favor. Go to iTunes and place a rating and review Be honest. Give me any rating and any review that you feel is fair and what you feel it deserves. But go there and place that rating and review. What that does is helps me tremendously get found in iTunes much more easily and I can reach more people. I would really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying this podcast, it's the one thing that I ask of you today. So please go there. Give me a rating and review. Let me know what you think about the show. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.